listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Rain After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Rain After Show. Very quiet, but Bing is for doing, and we are doing Rain Season 1. Episode 1 today was the pilot episode of this show that has been much anticipated on the CW Network. My name is Keaton Markey, your host, and with me I have the lovely... Vania Thomas! You guys, we are so excited about this show. We are. Like, <laughs> we... We were saying we wanted to go into this blind, and we literally went into this show blind, not knowing pretty much anything about what we're going to see. And towards the end, we were both looked at each other and we were like, we love this show. Love it. Yeah. And I don't think, I mean, all I knew that about the show before I started watching it, and I'm sure a lot of viewers out there, this is probably all they knew, is that it's a show about Mary, Queen of Scots, and her rise to power. Mm -hmm. What her power is... You know, where she got it from, obviously Queen of Scots, so she's, you know, the Queen of Scotland. Um, but I am so happy that I went into it blind, but now that I've um, done a little bit of research about Mary, Queen of Scots, um, it's, it's very different uh, than, uh, obviously, what the real queen went through. But we'll get into that in a little bit. See, I knew nothing. I knew it was royal. <laughs> I knew it would be nice costumes. I knew it was on the CW and on Thursday nights. That's pretty much it. And that caught my attention. I was like, I want to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. And if you guys were out there and you kind of went into it blind, too, or even if you didn't go into it blind, let us know. Like, you guys can write and comment our after show on iTunes. This is our first one for rain. Give us tips. Like, tell us what you want. If you have any questions or comments, let us know what you felt about this first episode of rain. Whether you liked it, what you didn't Mm -hmm. like, what you loved. It helps us. So have a better show. Yeah. So let's just dive right into this episode then. Uh, so we start out and, um, it's beautiful landscape. I, I want to know where they filmed this show because it is absolutely gorgeous. Well, let's see. Let's see. Tell me where they filmed the show. <laughs> okay. It is really pretty. It opens up with the psychic, the Cleo of the show in the forest. Nostradamus, who is like, I'm sure a lot of people have seen different History Channel specials or just things like, you know, the predictions of Nostradamus. Some people say that he, you know, like foresighted that September 11th happened. There's all these like crazy conspiracy theories about Nostradamus, but it's kind of cool to see him as a main character in this show. Because, you know, usually you see somebody like a Merlin or, you know, something like that. But <laughs> With a kooky cone head. Yeah, hat. so it, it's definitely interesting yeah. to see because that was, you know, a lot of people did believe him back in the day. So it's interesting to see that he's actually a character. But, you know, we see him alone by a tree, mm-hmm. look up, and then there's just blood in his hands. Which was creepy. So wait, let me answer going, going back to it was filmed on location in Ireland and Canada. So Beautiful. 
Well done, Props CW. To them. You know, and I have to say, because I'm a huge fan of Once Upon a Time and Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, and I also yeah. really liked <laughs> Versus in the Booth because she watches those shows too. <laughs> and I was also a big fan of The Tudors, which was um, a show that, I don't know, Jonathan Reese Myers about Henry VIII. And, you know, the thing that I, like, once upon a time, all of their castle landscapes and stuff, like, uh. they're very obviously sets, mm. and they're very, or, or they use, like, you know, really bad graphics. And I really appreciated that this show took advantage of the beautiful landscapes. Beautiful. So, you made a comment <laughs> when we were watching the blood drop drop from the ceiling. Like, is this the blood of Queen Mary? Like, is this going to allude to what happens? And you were right on point. Like, there is some type of underlining subtext with this blood that they just make reference to throughout the show tonight. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what on. I thought when I first saw it was, I was like, okay, well, he's obviously having a vision that Mary's going to be coming to them soon. And maybe the blood rep- was, I know, okay. And after the show went on further, I was like, okay, I could see CW doing this now. I was like, oh, maybe that means Mary started her period so she's <laughs> I didn't want to say well it. no she's a woman now so she can be she can marry because right. back in the day like you I think you know you had to be of age or a woman I don't know that's, that's just too much for me yeah like, well I don't know that's just what what I got from it so and maybe we have yet to see maybe it does have to do with her menstrual cycle <laughs> we'll find out but so we go straight from that into seeing what Mary's life was um, kind of before she went to right. French court which was she was hidden at a convent it's at the very beginning it was 1557 and she has been hidden at this convent since the age of nine and she has been engaged to the future king of france since the age of six so obviously people want this girl dead right um because uh as i read uh, her father the king of scotland died um when she was just i think it said six days old so she is the she is the queen she's been queen of scotland since she was very very young since she was a newborn so there's a price on her head and then it cuts to the scene I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a movie with Eddie Murphy called The Golden Child. And in that movie, The Golden Child has like this oatmeal and he like, <laughs> and he puts his spoon in it and there's blood. Oh. So the, t- the scene with the nun being poisoned and like blood coming through her habit totally reminded me of that. So that's Mary's taster because there has been a price on her head mm-hmm. since she was a newborn. Pe- people want her dead. And you know, we can talk a little about Mary as a kid, like, her character, she seems very happy and content with that lifestyle. A simple life. She doesn't yeah. seem like she's somebody who likes the glitz and the glam or the... I, I feel like she's she's ready to step up and mm-hmm. she knows she has to step up because she loves her country. But I feel like she's just... She's so like, I don't need a, you know somebody to help me. Like, I'm fine. I can protect myself type thing. Right. So uh, Should we be calling her Mary? I feel like... Are we disrespecting her? Maybe we should say <laughs> her royal highness. We should refer her as your grace. Do we need to use her full title what is appropriate i don't know i i mean i think we're on first name basis with mary right now so and i think she i mean she even said to like herself like you know call me mary at one point during the show so i'm gonna call her mary well then i will too (laughs) but can you believe like i knew this show was no joke when they killed a nun in the first scene i was like whoa that was pretty intense and it was kind of graphic too, which you know obviously it can't be that graphic on the cw you know it's not like game of thrones style but you know, it's kind of like, okay. Yeah, the okay. CW, there's some scenes that we'll get to later, but the CW was totally taking me by surprise tonight with some of the graphicness. I felt like, whoa, CW, what you doing? Like, <laughs> that's too much. So, um, 
Mary, then, you know, we find out that she's going to be leaving, and she's kind of surprised. She's like, I don't really want to go yet. I'm not ready. You know, has her little teenage moment, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> she sucks it up, and, like, she puts on a brave face very quickly mm-hmm. um, to leave. And before, like, we get into anything out to anything else, it really pissed me off that, like, obviously the costumes were, like, very – they were beautiful, and they weren't to the time period – which I'm okay with because I think it's kind of cool the way they did this. It was fresh. It was like 30% Renaissance and like 40% modern. It, yeah, it kind of reminded me of A Knight's Tale. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but they yeah. kind of like took a mixture of like modern stuff and like mixed it with different time periods just to keep it interesting. And I think that kind of plays towards the CW's younger audience mm-hmm. maybe. So that kind of helps with that aspect, with the fashion and, mm-hmm. you know, the couture-looking gowns. And oh, they looked gorgeous. Beautiful. And I like how the makeup, how, like, it was coal and, like, a wooden-looking pencil for your eyeliner. Like, that was really cool. I liked <laughs> that seeing was that. Cool. But what really bothered me was the accents. <laughs> you are, that. like, drilling it into my head that this girl is from Scotland and that these, um, you know, <laughs> she's in the French court, but they all have British accents. It doesn't make sense to me, and I I feel like, and they do this in movies all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just like, ooh, a period piece. Let's just have them make them have British accents, and I just I wish they would just come on. They're all like professional actors and actresses. Like, how right. about French and and Scottish accents? Maybe I agree. I don't know. I agree. <laughs> Work on your craft. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so we see quickly. You know, we we flash over to the French court mm-hmm. to see. You know, they're prepping for um the. The, the wedding. The wedding of the, I guess. King Francis or Prince no, Francis's sister. Yeah, his his older sister, I feel like. I, that's just what I felt like. It was his older sister. Am I wrong? I didn't catch that. Obviously, he's, you know, he's the crown prince because mm-hmm. he's the firstborn son. But, you know, it's still a royal wedding. And I think it said she was going, to, she was marrying a Spaniard. Yes. I feel like. So Miss Catherine is completely upset about it. I'm not referring to her as Queen Catherine. I will disrespect her in this moment today because I don't. She's feel, a bitch. Yeah, she's trying to kill my homegirl Mary, and I, I'm not down with that. So Catherine was not okay with Mary coming. She feels like it's going to upstage her daughter's wedding, mm-hmm. which, you know what, it happens. So, and so, anyways, we flash back to Mary's arrival, mm-hmm. and before Mary arrives, we see her uh, four little four little sidekicks arrive first, and they're just all her aglow. Pos- it's her posse. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's like the plastics, and like she's like Katie. <laughs> like we have we have Kenna, Greer, uh-huh. Ailey, and Lola. So yeah, these are kind of these are her ladies in waiting, mm-hmm. and all beautiful girls. Very pretty. All have really cool outfits. And you can tell that they each have their own distinct style, which I appreciate. I can't wait to see more into the season. Yeah, I'm excited. The hair was all different. The jewels, everything was different. And they all have their own personality and character types, which we saw two emerge. So I think of the four, there's going to be two distinct lady court ladies that are going to really make an appearance on the show. Yeah. Well, Lola's a lover, as we saw with her uh, fling with Colin, Mr. Colin. Um, but we'll get more into that later. And then, let's see. And Kenna is, I'm trying, no, Ailey is the blonde with the braids. Let's call it Ailey the hippie. Because she just reminds Ailey's the hippie? Okay. Ailey's the hippie with the braids. She's blonde. She's a bit of a rounder face. And I can't, I don't know which one is Greer and which one's Kenna. They were all over the place with them. So I couldn't really like pinpoint. Yeah, they were kind of 
Well, one of them. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we'll get to the brunette. Yeah. The bird who's super tan. Like, gosh, I wish I had her skin tone. <laughs> In uh, Scotland? <laughs> yeah, right? They're all Scottish, really. They all look completely different. But we'll look past it. We'll look past it because they're all great actresses. We, and we like this show. We do like this show. We're just going to be nitpicky because it's like just it's episode bit. one. Yeah, um, so they all get there and they haven't seen Mary. So they're all kind of giddy and like, yay, we get to see Mary. And they all grew up together and Mary arrives and they have their like, oh my God, and jumping around, which was cute. Yeah, it was all love in the beginning. Oh, yeah. And then... So much love in the beginning. And I loved... This is what I'm even more interested to kind of learn about. And that I feel like, you know, obviously the writers of the show are taking a lot of liberties with the history of what's going on. But it was kind of weird that the king stepped out with his mistress and not the queen. Very odd. And I like how Catherine, I will not refer to her as queen as of yet, stepped in front of both of them. Like, you know what? You might be Bitch, standing. please. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much that's what she was saying. Like, he came out with his mistress, like, no big deal. Like, and his bastard son, who is a hottie. Sebastian. <laughs> Give Oof. me some bash. <laughs> that name Sebastian just, and his piercing eyes. He's beautiful. He's cute. But then we also have Francis, who had to be, you know, obviously fashionably late. But I do like Francis, too. Like, he, I don't, I don't get Francis. I said at the very end of this episode, I was like, you know, the one character that I am really in love with is Francis, because he's mm-hmm. so complicated, and I can't, I can't figure him out. But he kind of just runs out, like, has no, like, royal protocol at all. Right. I, I, Sebastian's the bad boy. I'm really feeling him right now, just because he's so, like the odd man out he's a bastard he doesn't have any rights to the throne the queen Catherine hates him you know, so and he gets the dog and he helps her i think there's more to come with sebastian he's like the prince or the yeah the prince in shining armor the yeah. knight in shining, the knight in shining armor. that's what i that's what that's the saying <laughs> <laughs> but so then we see uh Francis, the actual, mm-hmm. the the king and who Mary is betrothed to and Mary see each other for the first time since she was probably nine since she went into hiding. Right. And you can tell there's so much chemistry between them. There is. And I like it. It's hot. It is hot. It's hot for the CW. And, and she wants it. And she's so pure and innocent and just, you know, kind of homely at first, just like mm-hmm. nonchalant and just happy with life. Mm-hmm. And she's yet to know what's to come as far as there being a price on her head and her safety and needing to worry about being a queen. Mm-hmm. So it's that young love that's just like fresh and innocent in the beginning that I'm like, oh, And, and like, and you... You're happy. Like, I was hopeful. I was like, oh, wait, is this, are we going to even have a show? They, they like each other. They have great chemistry. Yeah. They've known each other since they were six. And we saw a lot of flashbacks to when they were playing together when they were younger, which, like, I, I loved because it just, it just showed a little bit more of their characters and why kind of, like, Mary is so, her heart is so open and being like, you know what? Like, I, I can see myself loving this man because I grew up with him and we used mm-hmm. to play together. And he just for some reason has it in his head that he needs to be a, maybe because his dad's a dick and like <laughs> sleeps around and has a mistress. But I, I don't know. I don't get him. I, I, in, I, in the beginning, it's very Cinderella-ish. Mm-hmm. And then it turns to him. I mean, let's just go there. So he doesn't want to marry her. No. He's more concerned about the alliance between Scotland and France. That's his deal, and that's what he tells her. So 
I think it has to do with him saying, you know, my parents are so concerned about me dying. I'm the next, you know, heir mm-hmm. to the throne. And any day or any moment, the alliance could be messed up. And I think back then that was the main concern. It was a business transaction. Like you didn't get married for love. You got married because you're future baby mama had his dad had money and cattle and a throne or whatever else so i just i think that that's the role that he's playing and that's what princes did at the time well and i feel like obviously he's worth a lot he's the future king like she is a woman um even though she is you know has the queen title of scotland but she's still a woman so she i don't think can be she has to marry right there's an arrangement yeah there's There's an arrangement and i think what he sees is he's kind of like oh you know i'm thinking about my country i'm not thinking about love so if something better comes along that's better for like he thinks like scotland's not really worth that much right so and that kind of sucks that he's like putting down her country and thus and also putting down her when you could tell he really doesn't want to hurt her so i i don't know i think it's i think it's really cool how they've kind of created the story because what do you think about natalie natalie is his <sighs> boo thing that he's been writing <laughs> <laughs> mary catches them she goes and knock on the door she's very kind of throws away the rules of royalty and that a queen or a woman should be announced prior to going into a man's quarter she just knocks on the door like what's up and he's like what are you doing here because he is having relations with his mistress natalie and I, I don't, she, I don't know. She, she instigated it too, because she's like, okay with being the mistress. She's like, no one will ever have to know. Let's just keep it that way. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's weird, but it, it breaks my heart because I think that's when Mary like kind of real, like reality hit her because mm-hmm. she thought she was going to like, you know, try to f- fall in love with, you know, Francis and like he would be open to her as well. And yeah. that was very quickly. It was kind of like a bitch slap to her. Like he was just Which like, is good because it is no fairy tale. So I'm glad that it <laughs> happened earlier than later. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm glad she found out. Now snap out of the love cloud. Let's get to reality. You're a queen. You have a whole country to worry about. So. Yeah. Thanks, Natalie. We appreciate that we, lesson. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what a bitch. I can't wait till they actually, like, meet and, like, interact. I you think it's going to be a girl fight? Oh, man. This is, like, Mean Girls back in the 1500s. So <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> so we've kind of, we've touched on kind of uh, uh, Mary, Francis, Natalie, and Sebastian kind of comes in there as well, which mm-hmm. you knew if they throw in a bastard brother slash son, there's going to be a love triangle. Like, has to be. Duh. And I, and I don't even think, um, Sebastian was a real person. Oh, you don't? No, I, I just read, I just read this article. Well, I'm kind of glad they're not sticking too true to history because then we already would know what's going on and it wouldn't, it would be so predictable. And I'm also glad I made a note that the dialogue isn't, so renaissance and so 1500 so where we can't understand it mm-hmm. so i'm glad that they put it in layman's terms for people like me who can enjoy <laughs> it and get what's going on and follow along but yes francis didn't even have a half brother oh okay so so but, but we appreciate that you made up this dashing young prince i mean not prince uh bastard bastard for us because well, he's beautiful and here's the thing it's not a history lesson do not tune into television for a history lesson on the CW, or unless you're watching like the History Channel, so I'm glad that it's not too true to form. And I don't think people should watch this expecting it to be a history lesson. Like, no. 
obviously it'd be cool some things are like you know a little true but obviously the show is taking all the liberties it wants to as it should yeah it's it's fiction like it's not claiming that it's real and it's kind of like fan fiction of mary queen of scots like they're just writing their own story for her so if you know if you're not if you want a history lesson yeah go watch a documentary but if you want a fun drama filled sexy show watch rain speaking of sex let's cut to this wedding so (laughs) i can't even talk about the ghost thing yet i literally blurted out like consummation ceremony like what (laughs) what is going on here like this is too much i was not expecting an audience for the 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 first time i mean everybody was in there the mom the dad the brother the uncle like awkward well i mean uh back then i don't i think that was just I, I believe that actually happens. I, like, correct me if I'm wrong, people online. Like, and I'm going to go research it more tonight and see. If I mean, that's, you're like, probably right. But you know, if marriage, as we've talked about, is a business deal, mm-hmm. and the consummation of marriage, that is the okay. Because what they want out of this business deal is heirs. The only way they're going to get heirs is if the consummation happens. So it's kind of like they have to make sure they know it happens. And also, as they said later in this episode, that if you're royal, you have you have to be a virgin. Like you, you know. And so one of the things that I know that they used to check is like if the girl don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> I'm hey, I'm giving people a history. I'm trying to like to to keep an even keel here. But they had to make sure like the the girl was a virgin and like. They had to go check the sheets afterwards. So I just threw up in my mouth. That is so <laughs> disgusting. I'm sorry. I know, but I mean, but that's how it was ha- happened in the day. It's really sad to think that that's how girls were treated, but they were basically sold and traded like cattle, and they were just used to carry children. Right. Really, like it's really depressing. But that happened, and <laughs> that but. Happened. The weirdest thing about that whole thing, like, I can understand because it was tradition. Right. The weirdest thing about the whole thing is those five little mean girls decided to go and watch it. Uh, 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 oh, I thought you were going to say what happened afterwards when it was like hormones were raging and they all ran off to go, like, pleasure themselves in a corner. Like, is what that was what they that? did? I could not figure out what they did in that situation. They were. And Miss Brunette, we saw. Tan with the tan skin. Tan skin in Scotland sleeps with the king. Like, I don't know if she was sleeping with him, but well, they were definitely fondling. Heavy he petting. came up from behind, like, "Oh, let me help you with that," and she turned around, like, "Oh, okay." Uh, uh-uh. is that what they were all doing? Were I, they all masturbating? I, <laughs> well, Mary wasn't. Mary went and found Francis. Francis. So, and I don't, I don't think Colin and. Lola well, did anything. Well, Colin but. was being real sketchy. We'll talk about Colin and Lola after we get over this. Mm, like, yeah. I, I do. I think they all went off to masturbate. I think, like, their hormones were raging after they just witnessed sex for the first time. And Oh, you know that's not the first time they all... Maybe Mary, but those other four girls. Mm. Mm, I mean, one of them was sitting in a tub, and her boy came over and, like, hey, yeah. they, like, there's... That is no... There's no way that was happen. the first time she saw it happen. <laughs> so, back to Colin. So, yes. But, yeah, let's, let's talk about Colin and Lola, because Lola kind of comes out as, like, the main... A ma- one of the more outspoken girls yeah, outspoken girls and from the beginning you find she talks about how she is in love with this guy named colin who's mm-hmm. from scotland and, and he comes and surprises her you know he says oh the day you left i couldn't take it i hopped on a boat and came here and so by tradition um if you want to be with somebody and they obviously want want to be right by the court and mm-hmm. right by france you have to ask permission um from the queen obviously i i don't know if it's like it's 
either the queen or the king, but obviously in this in this case it was the queen. Right. So they go and ask for permission from the queen to to court each other or to get married. I don't I couldn't tell to date. To date. I think that's what it was. And you know, and the queen acts like she's all like happy and dandy mm-hmm. for this. And then she asks Lola to leave and you see Colin in the room alone. And you're just kind of and then the door's closed and you don't know what's happening. So, totally suspect. Miss Catherine found her opportunity to like Ugh, have something happen to Mary. so angry. She saw an opportunity and seized the moment completely. So then, um, th- this is related. So later we see Mary in her room getting ready for this wedding. Mm-hmm. And there's this sk- spooky voice um, who we already kind of know who it's from. It's from the Scarecrow from Batman. Um <laughs> We saw this girl. Okay. No, when Mary was leaving the convent, one of her little friends gave her, her rose, a rosary and mm-hmm. said, you know, be careful for the girl with no face. And then we see the girl with no face at one point and, and during a montage. And it literally is a girl with a burlap bag over her head with eye slits and a mouth slit. <laughs> and it does look like does. the scarecrow from The Dark Knight. Um, so, so Scarecrow from the Dark Knight warns her, mm-hmm. don't drink the wine at the wedding. Yeah. And we cut to find out that Colin gives her the wine because Catherine wants to kill her. To poison I, her. She doesn't want to kill her. She, she mm. was trying to drug her so that Colin could then rape her to, so uh, that her, her, no, so that her engagement would be void with the, with the King mm. of France or Prince of France. Okay. Because she, Catherine has issues, like, and you saw when she was talking to Nostradamus, like, she found out that, um, like, that his, oh. his, um, vision was that Mary is going to lead to her son Francis's death. And he's right. obviously a mama's boy. Like, straight well, up mama's boy. That's her only son. Mm-hmm. And that's the heir to the throne. Yes. So she doesn't want to lose out on the possibility of Sebastian taking the throne if anything happens to her only child. And it sounds like, and she's not from royal blood. So nope. it makes sense why she has, she's so intent on keeping her bloodline and her family mm-hmm. name going because she obviously, you know, she has this issue with power because she didn't come from power. She right. worked her way up or slept her way up, whatever way you want to look at it. But her family has money. Mm-hmm. So her family has money, but not, no royal But titles. she's not royal, mm-hmm. correct. And, until she married the king. So it makes sense why she's kind of like, if this woman, you know, she's trying to change fate, obviously. Exactly. And Nostradamus is in her ear. Nostradamus is like, I don't know, he reminds me of like Jafar. Like, I don't know. (laughs) He was just like, he has this deep voice. And he's like, he's He's really good looking, Nostradamus. Right. But he's mysterious and Mm -hmm. creepy with his like, that potion and and his visions and the blood. Mm -hmm. So he gives, they give a potion to Colin and I guess they threaten him to to do this or they would attack his family so he tries to poison mary and then he tries to sneak into her bedchamber to rape her to um so she doesn't to take away her dignity right and uh so there would be no marriage between her and her son and colin didn't realize she didn't drink the wine so he was very surprised when mary fought back and of course because he attacked a royal colin gets taken off into jail and very very quickly beheaded because obviously the queen didn't want him to spill the beans Mm -hmm. so she's not so even when mary goes like that day and says i want to speak with him they're kind of like oh no too late he's dead cut to lola now saying realizing that you know what we're not friends 
we are your subjects, we're disposable, you had my man killed. And completely blames on Mary, which is not her fault. She's mm-hmm. new to all of this. She doesn't really know, like, the laws and how to act and what could happen. Mm-hmm. So I think there's going to be more controversy between her clique of friends and her rise to power. Well, and, like, so sad. Like, Lola's love interest is just kaput right off the bat. <laughs> Colin seemed like a nice enough guy. And I, it was pretty graphic with the beheading. Like, mm-hmm. the blood and, like, the sword. The CW was really giving us some good images tonight. <laughs> the, be- the beheading and the sex, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I see what you like. <laughs> you just need to watch Game of Thrones and you'll get all of that out of your system. <laughs> Too much. So, I'm trying to think... So, okay, so after the whole Colin thing, she gets mm-hmm. in the fight with her friends. We're kind of left at the end of the episode with, you know, she's really upset. Um, she's still kind of pissed off at Francis because she's like, then why am I even here? Like, right. you know, she's just trying to do right by her country. And I love that scene with her and Francis where he comes up and he almost slips and says, like, you know, if we do, if we do what we're supposed to do, we can have what we want. Right. And she's like, we? Gotcha. Yeah. Kind of like me. Yeah. That was nice that he had his heart open for a moment. Yeah. And it's it's so weird. I mean, I'm going to be interested to see if he's really just so concerned about his country or if his mom's just really controlling him and really in his head. Because it's... Mm. If he survives. If he survives. I mean, in history... Wow. I don't want to spoil anything. Well, it might change. We don't, you know. Yeah, because obviously Rain is, yeah, yeah, there is no Sebastian in real life, but, um. And as history goes, she marries her cousin. Well, not until, she marries Francis first. Yeah. Then what happens to Francis? So he must have to die. Well, and we'll get into this in News and Gossip, because a lot of people are really angry that this show is Well, Again. Okay, let's finish up the episode, though, first. Let's. Come back. So her and Francis, like, there's a glimmer of hope for them to mm-hmm. love. And I think she feels it, too, because she's really down. She doesn't feel like she has anybody here at the castle, even though we saw Sebastian, when he brought back her her doggy, just mm-hmm. had that moment with her, which was very un-royal-like. Like, he, he was very candid. Yeah, he was very candid, and his mm-hmm. mother saw him, and he very quickly changed his tone. Um, but props, I mean... Dang, this girl has chemistry with these two gorgeous guys. <laughs> and she gets to, like, you know, be with both of them. I don't know. So she's a lucky girl. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of fun to see. And then the very last scene of the show, you see her, we see her talking to the girl with no face. Dun, dun, dun. And thanking her and saying that she's in her debt. So there's a lot of stuff thrown at us in this very first pilot episode, as most pilot episodes are, but it got us hooked. It did. I think at the same time, we kind of felt like, okay, we like this show. Yeah. I, they gave us enough and enough suspense, mm-hmm. enough mystery. The secret passageway that we saw after she met with the ghost, like what's in this forest where there's blood? Yeah, there's the dark forest. There's the fairy tale elements. It's mm-hmm. it's all there. So, and I'm glad that they're not sticking too much to history so that we're not, we can't read ahead and find out what's going on. Yeah. Well, you can read ahead, but. <laughs> it might not happen. It might, yeah. You never know. And I, and I do like that. So, yeah. um, I guess that's about it for the episode. And like, bear with us. I know this got, this was kind of like all over the place, guys. Yeah, but was- again, we wanted to go into this show very blind and very we much. Did. Yeah. 
like only like have what we had with commercials and stuff because a lot of viewers are going into it very blind and right we, we want to see it like you guys do and i didn't think i would like it as much as i did but i love this show and i can't wait to see more episodes me either so please rate us let us know what you think leave your comments absolutely thoughts, opinions so do you want to get right into some news and gossip let's get into it whoa <laughs> it's the scarecrow girl. Uh, She's a present. <laughs> so again, as we were mentioning, people are just very um, pissed off that this show is not true to history. Which obviously in historic his in history, it can be pretty interesting. But this is historical fiction, right? Um, you know, as we said. Uh, there's no, like, you know, Mary was actually 15 when she married Francis, who was only 14. So, like, they're, they're kind of portraying them as, like, you know, 18, 20 year olds, like, much older. older. Right. Um, and there's no Sebastian, unfortunately, in real life. I'm sure there were some bastards, but, like, I mean, if you think about his, like, King slept around, like, yeah. it's not, it's, it's not a surprise. But, um, yeah, I mean, people are just really upset because they think that, like, you know, the young people watching this show mm-hmm. are going to think it's what really happened and be dumber for watching it. Okay, no, that's when moms and dads and step in and let kids know. Moms and dads that are monitoring what the kids are watching, let them know that this is not true to history. Well, and the cool thing about, like, these historical fiction shows is it kind of, like, sparks... I know when I was younger and would watch shows like this, it would spark me to research more and to Ah. find out if it's true. So I would definitely, like, you know, every week you can kind of, like, you know, if we meet a new character, oh, is that person real? Go look it up. See, you know, what their story is. Pick up a book. Right? (laughs) You know, so don't, like... it's okay that Rain doesn't follow history. Like, don't watch it for a history lesson. We already had our speech. But that's about all with news and gossip right right now. Um, I'm sure as we get more into the show, we'll, we'll have oh, some yeah. more for you guys. Do you want to just jump right into predictions? Oh, yes. And now, you're after Buzz I love TV. Life. I feel like I'm at a rave. <laughs> it's so Halloween-esque. Like, I love it. Tis the season. Tis the season. <laughs> I think that Sebastian and Mary are going to get it on. There's something going on there. I think that there's going to be some romance, maybe some consummating. <laughs> I I think Mary is a smart girl. I think she knows that her flower, I will call it, is worth a lot. Uh-huh. And I don't I don't she doesn't seem like the type to me who's going to consummate with anybody before marriage. And so I feel like her first consummation will be with Francis, because uh, I, even though it's not, um, you know, Rain is not following history, or I think that she is going to marry him, mm-hmm. and um, I just think her friends are just going to be little sluts. <laughs> Well, we saw that with the brunette tan girl. I know. And I feel like these friends are going to start getting killed off real quick. I think Lola might turn. I think she might become an enemy and maybe follow suit with Catherine. Yeah, I could see that. be one of her soldiers. Yeah, like in kind of have, you know, the in inside mm-hmm. here. She's going to be a rat. I think mm-hmm. Lola's going to become a rat. Which makes mm. me sad. And Lola's really cool. Um, um, the actress, if you guys recognized her, let me just double check her name. Um... Anna Popowell, she if you she is in the Narnia movies, so I it was kind of cool seeing her in that a new was. light and not in this kind of you know not she's such a not kid as a friendly kind yeah, of way yeah but she's so pretty. There everybody 
CW, they only cast pretty people. Like, yeah. seriously. They're all good, easy on the eyes. I mean, who sure. knows what the girl with the bag on her head looks like. But seriously, <laughs> everybody in this show is so pretty. So that's that about wraps it up for us Yay. today. You guys will be back next week. And um, we'll have a better basis now of the show. Yeah, and it's our first show. It is. And we love the show. So... You know, stay tuned with us, and we're all on this ride together. So yeah. it's exciting. Where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Fania Thomas. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at KeatonM33. Thank you guys for listening today. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 